Hello, dear listener. Thank you for joining us for episode 18 of Basement Gaming. My name is Herb, and I'm joined by my dear cousin, Brigham. Hello. On this week's episode, we discuss a new addition to the Star Wars video game catalog with Star Wars Squadron and all the memorable, memorable music we hear in our favorite video games. Our genre of the week, suggested by a listener, is Horde Games. Please feel free to reach out to us with topic ideas, questions, and any discussions, topics you might have on the show on Twitter at BasementGaming9. And with the formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. Brigham, episode 18. 18, man. Yeah. (laughs) We can go and vote as a podcast. Everyone out there, if you're 18 or older, go ahead and vote. Don't forget to vote. But yeah, here we are, man. Another week of video gaming. Mm-hmm. It's been a pretty solid, solid week. Yeah, there's like a little bit less uh, console news, I'd say. Now that that's kind of settled down a little bit, we can get our wits about us and think about other things. But uh, <laughs> yeah, what's uh, what's been on your mind? Yeah, no, so so for sure. So now the dust is kind of settled with the consoles. I've been thinking about some other things. And lately, I've been thinking a lot about music and video games and how uh, kind of impactful music is in games and some memories I have of, of music um, directly ties to video games. Um, one big example of this is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. I don't know, did you ever play the game whenever uh, you were a kid? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but okay. I don't think I don't think enough to like actually remember any of the songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and I think 3, 3 in particular. That was the one where it's like, the, the maps were crazy. It was like a cruise ship. And I actually don't remember any of the other ones, but it was kind of these like wild locations. And uh, there was this one song that to this day I still freaking love um, called, I think it's called If You Must by Del the Funky Homo Sapien. We had one dread and fungus. Study work on people's toilets with plungers. Girls, not the guy you were with a tongue, yeah. So guys, take your cue from this little number. You gotta wash your ass. If you must, you gotta wash your ass. Yeah. What a legendary name. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah, it's a great song about basically it's a song about being smelly. Um no, it's it's a it's about a song about good hygiene. It's important to practice good hygiene, at least if you want to roll with my team. And then it just goes off from from there. Uh, it's a it's a great song. I think every kindergartner should listen to it um to learn good hygiene, but it's like one of those really weird songs from the '90s that, like, I don't like. It didn't really take off anywhere, but because I only heard that song in that game, whenever I hear that song now, I think of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, and, uh, and yeah, that, that that's a big one. Um, another one, it's kind of like a more of a cassette of music, is from Guitar Hero. You played Guitar Hero, right? Yeah, Guitar Hero. I know you had um, when we were growing up. You had Rock Band, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. that was like super influential and like. Even like my current music taste, I still have some songs from the like the bass rock band, like Rock Band Two maybe, Rock Band game on my on my phone that I listen to every once in a while. I remember just like I don't know off the top of my head like Black Hole Sun or something. <laughs> yeah. Flyleaf songs and there's like a couple of. Maybe one or two Red Hot Chili Pepper songs on there. Yeah. 
that's just kind of random. I mean, that, that's a music game. So I guess if it didn't have iconic music on it, it kind of would have failed in its purpose. That, that is true. But the funny part with Rock Band and Guitar Hero is that now whenever I hear those songs in my head, I like picture the like notes going down the row. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. The, the interface from the game. Like I think of th- songs like, you know, like, yeah, like Black Hole Sun. I just picture like, right when you say that, that, that name, I picture Rock Band and um, same thing with this other song called uh, Psycho Billy Freakout. song that like it sounds cool but what makes that song so cool to me now is that it was like one of the hardest songs on guitar hero so it's like whenever you heard someone play that song like oh man like that guy is freaking good at guitar hero (laughs) Um, Uh, that that game is particularly great because it makes you appreciate how hard it was to actually play those songs because obviously the game is just like a dumbed down version of like playing the actual guitar or whatever Mm -hmm. so imagine like that's super difficult imagine like actually trying to play those notes on stage all the time kind of thing. Uh, that's a that's a bit of a tangent with, with that with that game, though. Yeah. No, but it, I don't know. It's just like, obviously, music is a big part of that game. But just the fact that, like, whenever you hear songs from, the, from that game now, you know, you're, you can be in a car with other people. And I'm sure if you said, like, Black Hole Sun and P- Kids Our Age, that song came on the radio, everyone would be thinking of Rock Band or Guitar Hero. You know what I mean? Freaking like, like there are certain songs that are just, like, sun. directly associated. Yeah. <laughs> To, to, to music so i don't know are there, are there any games that you think of that had like really good music they still remember remember to this day yeah i think i mean you hit it on the head there the thing about pivotal songs is just like when I, as soon as i hear it i know exactly what it is like something simple like the god of war theme i know <laughs> like the last when we were watching the playstation showcase recently as soon as that theme came on it just like sent shivers down my spine and i could just like picture the last game that I played of God of War and just like all the cool moments in that game and I think that's what like whenever a music producer or a writer or something makes a song for a game like if they can achieve that with someone I think they really feel good about it um that's like one that pops into my, my mind immediately I know sometimes I'll like a whole soundtrack a lot or like just the mood that a soundtrack of of a game will put me in for instance, like, again, recently with The Last of Us, the first and the second one, um, the soundtrack by uh, Gustavo... Oh, man, here we go. San, Santa Walo... Oh, okay. No, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Walala. Anyway, if you want to look it up, you can look it up. Yeah. he. The soundtrack of this game was amazing. It does such a perfect job of putting you, like, in the atmosphere of the game and, like, that chill somber feel that you need to be for that game yeah it's just i mean it's the same thing with like movies too when a movie has like that perfect soundtrack you know like we're gonna talk a little bit about star wars in a little bit uh like the star wars con- uh, soundtrack like the harry potter soundtrack or just like huge franchises that just have like that one song where like that soundtrack that just like as soon as you hear it you know exactly what you're hearing and you know exactly what mood it's trying to convey but and I think it's like something that's kind of overlooked in video games that we just like take for granted that like some some of these some of these series just have like great soundtracks or a great theme that just really pull, pulls it all together. Mm-hmm. So my question also is, have you ever heard a song from a game that you never played the game before, but the song sounded so cool it made you want to look into the game or play the game? Huh, I don't think so. 
I'll, I'll go first and do if you want to think about it for a second. But the game that I think of is Undertale. actually don't know anything about it i want to play it at some point it look, i guess it's like a turn-based action game it's like indie it's like 16-bit but there's a song in it called megalovania and holy cow dude it is seriously like the catchiest song i have ever heard from a video game it's so good that sounds interesting <laughs> yeah it, it, it's really cool I, i'll i have it playing a little bit during this podcast um but it, it's it's a really freaking epic song yeah here i, I know like, I know Hotline Miami has a really good soundtrack that a lot of people say is like, oh, yeah, brings you into the, to the universe a lot. I don't know. I don't know if there's any game that I'll just like hear the song. And I just want to play. I, I think you got me stumped on that one, Brigham. OK, yeah, that's fine. I like I said, the only game I, I think of that's like that for me is Undertale. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a lot of like um classic stuff like the Mario theme or something or any of the Zelda stuff, a lot of people like as soon as they hear it, it's like, oh, that's what that is. You know, mm-hmm. there's this mm-hmm. this is streamer. All she does is like play piano on stream and she plays like a lot of popular culture music and a lot of video game music. You guys should check her out and see if I remember. I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah, uh, Lara, Lara 6683. Okay. On Twitch. Is she Australian? Yeah, she's Australian. Okay. Yeah. And she's like one of those people that just like she can, you know, a lot of people can do this, but just like hears the music like once or twice and then she can just like play it immediately. <laughs> She'll mm-hmm. like learn songs live. And yeah, it's it's pretty interesting stream because she just like has crazy music memory and it can be like really peaceful and calming too if you're just trying to fall asleep. But yeah, like that just goes to show that like so many people have like a strong attachment to music and video games and stuff that just like you can just turn it on and then just vibe out to it. Mm-hmm. So so true. Uh, I, I think it's awesome. But yeah, you got anything else? No. Yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. I just want to kind of like, you know, get to run down your thoughts on music and how important music was and mainly just, you know, uh, music you remember from old games. Yeah. Well, speaking of pivotal music and uh, very recognizable franchises, how about that new Star Wars game, everyone? So on October 2nd, Star Wars Squadrons was released and it is a space battle game set in the Star Wars universe. So you just get in the ship and you start blasting each other in the Star Wars universe. It seems to be a lot of fun. I haven't played it yet. I've been watching streams the last uh, day or so of like gameplay and and some people are playing the storyline a little bit and it's getting decent reviews and stuff. But it just got me thinking of like that Star Wars universe and how even though the movies are up and down in terms of like popularity i feel like most if not all of the star wars games that came out unless it was like i don't know i guess like star wars battlefront 2 wasn't or not battlefront 2 the most recent battlefront that came out wasn't like universally loved because of you know ea things but a lot of the star wars games that come out used to be are like very much loved and revered i i would say at least for me i really like most yeah, of the star wars games that i played too so it was just interesting to see a new addition to it and uh get your thoughts on it like do you think you'll try this squadron game out it looks pretty fun it's like kind of something that a lot of people really like from the battlefront games which is like the space fighting 
and then just kind of like, all right, let's just take that aside and then make a separate game out of it. And then that they actually like added some complexity to it. You can like have a little bit more control of your of your X wing or your fighter or whatever, and then just kind of have a little bit more agency in how you fight and how you play. You can like control the power levels and like move around the power to your shields and all that stuff. And yeah, you can get kind of an expert about it. But yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. And I think I'll try it out soon. I don't think this is like a game you probably don't want to like. It's not, this is probably not a game you kind of have to jump into immediately kind of thing. Uh, it's only it's $34 right now. I honestly kind of just want to wait till it comes out to like 20 bucks. <laughs> or it's 39 <laughs> It's $39.99 on Steam right now. Which obviously is not bad. If you have nothing else going right now, uh, sure, give it a try. It seems it's currently mixed reviews on... Uh, on the store on steam store so i feel like it's definitely something that like if you're a big star wars fan and you're usually like a big star wars video game fan definitely give it a give it a thought what do you think yeah it looks really solid i think it's really cool they were going to be implementing vr and also they have i think already have implemented like the ability to use your third-party flight peripherals that you have like people use like microsoft flight simulator yeah i saw photos and stuff like that yeah, I saw a picture of a dude just like in full freaking Rebel Fighter outfit, <laughs> just like with the little like the flight uh, peripherals from like Flight Simulator, Simulator and stuff. It looked kind of cool. Yeah, that sounds that sounds yeah. awesome. The internet's having fun with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think I'll definitely play it. I probably won't play it. On, I mean, I'm definitely not gonna play it on launch. It's already come out now. I haven't played it. Um, but you know, with EA play on game pass and you getting an Xbox, I'll probably just wait until it comes to EA to the EA play, whatever, you know, they're like subscription thing. And then I'll just play it then. Cause I'm not like dying to play it. I'm not super into like flight games that like, like dog fighting kind of games. Cause I usually suck at them. <laughs> yeah. But this does look really cool. And I think it's really cool that they implemented like a campaign in it as well. So yeah, I'll at least play that. I think, uh, I don't think I've tried a lot of like this style of game, which is kind of why I'm mostly kind of curious, just because I de- I know I definitely have not played any like flight simulator game, especially not like a like a full campaign or anything, you know. Like mm-hmm. anytime I've done it in the previous games, the previous Star Wars games that I've played, I've enjoyed it. So I'd like to see one that's like a little bit more refined, a little bit more. I'd just say refined, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it looks legit, and I'm I'm shocked it's at forty bucks. Like knowing <laughs> EA, I thought that at least you know they'd make it a even if it wasn't worth a full price. I figured they just wouldn't make it sixty bucks anyway. There so is like pretty a cool. pretty, I think there's a pretty big multiplayer mode, so I'm wondering if they're gonna try to like cash in on if they see that the multiplayer is going well. Maybe they'll try to cash in with multiplayer with like extra stuff oh, yeah. you can buy. And I'm fine with that. Honestly, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll get to the point where it's gonna have a battle pass or anything. But I think maybe some skins, maybe I don't know whatever mm-hmm. some whatevers some loot crates you know good old, good old ea loot crates but yeah we'll definitely want to keep i uh, definitely want to keep an eye on this but also with that i guess question is do you have any what's your favorite like star wars franchise video game and is there another like franchise video game that you really see as like one of the best out there that's not wow <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, taking off, taking one off the table. Okay, well, I guess the first question of Star Wars. You know what's funny? The the Star Wars game that I think I've, I've enjoyed the most is Lego Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> 
which me and you played together. We have a lot of yeah. memories playing that on Xbox on your original Xbox that we got. That yeah. that mom, we told that story about how my mom got the Xbox for you. And while you're here in Texas, well, here in Texas, while we were in Texas. And yeah, uh, yeah we played Star Lego Star Wars. And dang, that was a really fun game. Yeah, we played that for like two days straight. I think we were just like, it's so funny. You can just play co-op in that game because the story, and I think it follows all three movies. Or the episode one, two, and three, mm-hmm. I think. And then, yeah, we just like played through the entire movies together. And then we got to the end, like in episode three, you know, like Obi Wan, oh, spoilers, Obi Wan and I can like fight each other. And it's it was interesting how they like framed it. They're like, yeah, you have to fight each other, but the whole world is crashing around you. So you, ha- you also have to like work together to run away. So that's what I, I vividly remember that. It was just like, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. a good one that's fun that's um, but me, besides that like other worlds I think Assassin's Creed always has a super interesting kind of storyline I'm kind of bummed with how they and I've talked about this before too but I've kind of bummed with the direction taken the series now where it's mainly just telling different stories in the past but the original games the, the Assassin's Creed 2 Ezio trilogy I think was like the pinnacle of story for Assassin's Creed of trying to blend the future or modern day with the past and having like those, having them connect ultimately in the, in the last game. I thought those was really cool. Yeah. I guess some honorable mentions for me would probably be like the Uncharted series. Uh, I guess now last of us is a franchise. It's got two games, <laughs> two games and an expansion or a DLC. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's up there. Uh, some old one, like let's see. Yeah, you might you mentioned Assassin's Creed. Yeah, that is pretty much Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood and uh was it Redemption? Revelation. Revelation? The third SEO game? Is that what that was? Oh yeah, yeah. Revelation was the third one. Yep. Two Brotherhood and Revelation. I wasn't a big fan of Revelation. I like I like two and Brotherhood the most, but Yeah. I th- Assassin's I think Creed's, I with you too. Yeah, the Assassin's Creed series in general was great. Oh, I almost forgot Grant Theft Auto great oh, of course even though yeah. it's not like a continuous series it's still like a i guess is it a universe uh yeah right right yeah i would say so i think they've like i want to say they've mentioned liberty city and grand theft auto 5 i'm i feel like they did i might be wrong i'm probably wrong anyway that's a good franchise obviously there's like plenty of franchises out there i'm sure that some people will and our twitter mentions will mention one or two uh but yeah, I think game franchises can be good. I think like unlike a lot of uh, movie franchises that can get real bad real fast, I feel like most of the times, unless like a completely different studio takes it over, uh, looking at you, EA, most of the <laughs> time sequels tend to be pretty good and kind of stick with the theme pretty well. Uh, I guess like the later Assassin's Creed games kind of got a bit bit more flack, but. Overall, I still think they're mostly pretty good. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. But yeah, let us know in the in our Twitter and on Twitter at Basement Gaming Nine if you have any favorite video game franchises, uh, or if you disagree with what we have stated today. All right, so we got a video game genre of the week suggestion on Twitter from Archduke of Texas, super fan Zach. Asking us what are our favorite horde games. So horde games. Let's get the official 
translation, not translation, definition of what a horde game is. So survival mode or horde mode is a game mode in a video game in which the player must continue playing for as long as possible without dying in an uninterrupted session while the game presents them with increasingly difficult waves of challenges. So mostly just zombie mode, essentially, would be a good one, a good example of a horde game. Zombie mode in Call of Duty, Mm -hmm. I think would be like the best thing to say. Or like any kind of like survival-based game where... Uh, would you say like? I think Gears of War was like I think the first game that did it. Did it have a horde? Gears of War. Yeah, yeah. At least I remember that back in way back when I was in high school. It was like a huge thing was playing horde mode. Um, in the first Gears of War game with friends, seeing how long you can last. Yeah, I guess my my biggest memory is definitely just Call of Duty Zombies. How about like these um, don't starve kind of thing? Would you consider that a horde game? Uh, I've never played Don't Star. I, I thought that was more I like a survival. A, I guess survival yeah, I game. Yeah, it's interesting to think of like is they kind of and and interlap like horde and survival mode. They seem to be they're gonna have like some sort of survival mode in uh, Ghost of Tsushima pretty soon. Did you hear about that? No, I did not hear about that. Oh yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that'll be interesting. We we should maybe try that together sometime once it comes out. Yeah, for sure. That'd be interesting. Mm, I wonder if you have to pay uh, extra for it. Be like a free DLC. You almost definitely gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I also don't have PS Plus, so oh, belay yeah, belay that, <laughs> <Belay> that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this was a good question. But at the same time, I feel like it's rare that I play a horn mode. Yeah, same. I think the only one that I've really done is um, like Halo ODST. Actually, I remember that game. <laughs> that game had a horn mode, and I thought that was pretty fun. Just because kind of like off of the Gears of War horde mode hype. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, like, and I wasn't super into Gears of War. So when I heard there was a horde mode in Halo, you know, my friend was like, oh, sick. That sounds awesome. We played that for a little while, but my biggest problem with horde mode games it just gets kind of repetitive, you know, like the fact that yeah. there's no end, really. Like there's no like win game scenario. You kind of like play forever until you lose. I don't know. It's just not really my thing. Yeah. It's not really my thing either. I think like it's something that's fun with friends a couple of times. Uh, I think I guess Payday has a. I'm looking online here. Apparently, Payday has a horde mode. Uh, I gave you, I gave you a little Payday story, didn't I? Where like me and my friends played it for like a whole weekend straight. Yeah, in college, and uh, proceeded to completely forget about the game. So <laughs> that kind of that's kind of the theme with horde modes. Like, Essentially, you just like grind it for a whole weekend or something with your friends to make sure to see just like how good you can get, like how far you can get. And then like once you reach your limit, I guess you just kind of call it quits. But yeah, I think thanks for the question, though, Zach. I, I'm sorry we didn't really have much to say about horde mode. It's kind of a a bit of a smaller genre, a bit of a niche genre. It gets a little bit bigger if you include survival mode games. Like I said, don't starve together, stuff like that. Where it's just like a survival game, you have to like survive the night. You have to make resources and stuff like that to survive through different stages of danger throughout the days, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a pseudo horror mode, but that definitely leans a way more survival than it does like waves, you know? Yeah. But yeah, for it, sure. It, it's close though. It's pretty close. But yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Even with that, with Don't Starve, that was the, another game where I played like. Do I even have an hour of game time on this game? <laughs> How many? I have 45 minutes of game time on this game. <laughs> so like two games worth. 
That's crazy. I was, I was like, eh, this is fun. Can, can we can we go play Call of Duty now? <laughs> <laughs> but well, you asked the question, Zach. Tell us, uh, give us some good horror mode games that we should try out that aren't Call of Duty zombies <laughs> and <laughs> Halo. What do you think it will take Xbox for you to be into a? What, what do you? Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But what do you think would be would would get you into a horde mode kind of game? Huh, I like don't. What's missing? What is missing? For because for me, it's just uh, what an end game, like just just like a goal to work towards. Like like what's I want to see like a you win screen at some point. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I want like I want to like, be given something too, like some sort of cool gun or or like trans, you know, I don't cosmetic thing. I don't know something like that. Isn't Tar? Have you seen uh, Escape from Tarkov? I feel like that's I've heard of it. A survival slash horde game where it's like you get rewarded every time you survive. You get it's like you have your base, right? You have a base, and then you get rewarded every time you survive the like onslaught, the raids, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So it feels kind of like a system like that where it's like Call of Duty Zombies. You get attacked overnight over time, right? Your base gets attacked, but then you get to like customize your base, make it better over time. Kind of like a bit, a bit of an, like an RPG element, I think, would make it a little bit better. Where it's like you're constantly getting better, and it's not just like wave one, wave two, wave three. Oh, you died at wave three. Start over again, kind of thing. <laughs> What's like? Yeah, that's true. I think in, I'm, I don't know much about Tarkov, but if I have the perception that like you just increase your stock essentially, and sometimes you lose things, sometimes things get damaged, stuff like that, and you have to like re re up them. So if they added that element. And like these, this game's honor, I think I will like it a little bit more. Yeah, that's fair. I, th- I think that's actually a really good point. I think some RPG mechanics would help me enjoy it a lot more too. So maybe there is a game out there that has those things we just don't know about. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach, that's your yeah. real name. You should uh, let, <laughs> let us know. His real name is Archduke of Texas. You get it right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Thanks for the question though. All right. So I guess that's the end of the show, bro. Number 18. Closing time. We are Number an 18. we are an adult podcast now. Mm-hmm. In no a few years, our us. podcast will be able to drink. <laughs> few years, like oh, in a, a few episodes, <laughs> yeah, a few weeks. It's like, oh, we're yeah, actually that, taking a break. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. By the way, we're gonna be taking a, a couple year hiatus. Anyway, Just listen to our previous episodes and repeat if you miss us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, always remember, just reach out to us on Twitter with any questions or any topics you might have at Basement Gaming 9. Help us spread the show by letting your friends know. Uh, give us a comment or review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow so you make sure you have every new episode when they come out. And with that being said, please come again. See you next time. Peace.